Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. We are off and running on a Thursday evening, getting closer, getting closer to Super Bowl 58, which uh, I don't know if you've heard by now, will be in this city, the city of Las Vegas. That is Jared Smith. I am Tim Murray with the next three hours busy show as we will chat with our good friend, Brad Evans. I'm sure he's already firing on plenty of (laughs) prop bets. This gentleman right here told me he was firing away on some prop bets for the Super Bowl. So we will get into those. We will check in with our uh, normal weekly visit with our good friend and colleague Femi Abebefe in hour number two. Derek Stevens and company in hour number three. So a lot to get to on tonight's show. We have to get to uh, the final head coaching vacancy filled, which we will do as the Washington Commanders have gone to their arch rival and taken in Dan Quinn to be their next head coach. We got a couple college basketball games to keep an eye on. One play uh, for me tonight. And uh, I know uh, Jared has got a couple plays. We'll get to those a little bit later. And hopefully, hopefully, Jared, and the good news is this, that my play doesn't start till 8.30 Eastern. Okay. So I can't be miserable by the end of the show. Well, you can be miserable within the first five minutes. Yeah, but not as bad as I was last <laughs> night because that was absolutely vomit-worthy, but <laughs> that's the beauty of betting college basketball. Thank you, Georgia. Appreciate that. You were up two touchdowns, 12 and uh, 10 minutes to go, and didn't cover <laughs> the point spread. But, I don't, you know, oh, we move on. We oh, press Tim. on. It is a Thursday. Next Thursday, who knows what we'll be uh, diving into, but... As we look at it right now, Jared, we have not had movement since Tuesday. Tuesday, nope. we saw a little bit of movement back towards San Francisco. We have not seen the total move off of 47 and a half. We've actually seen DraftKings regain said hook. So it is 47 and a half across the market Two right now. Uh, I anticipate movement at some point here. Yeah. Uh, probably next week at yep. some point. Uh, my guess would be more towards Kansas City, but... Yep. Everybody who sat in that chair this week, I've kind of started with this. 
Are you surprised that we saw a little bit of movement back towards San Francisco this week? Got as low as one at some shops, never hit Pick'em, and we have now inched a little bit back towards two. Highest it was ever, two and a half. No threes were out there unless people were buying the three. So that's kind of where we've remained this whole uh, run of it so far as uh, last Sunday concluded. I was surprised that we saw a very well-respected sharp group really like San Francisco at that price. And that's why we saw that, that movement back. I, and listen, at this stage of the year, the numbers are really tight. The look ahead before the games were even played on Sunday was three. Yep. And then you saw the two and a half at reopen. Obviously three was a bad number because you upgrade the chiefs. You, you don't necessarily downgrade the Niners, but you absolutely upgrade the chiefs. So if you come off the three, two and a half, well, if you get Chiefs money, that's going to push that number right down. And then there was a moment where we hit one and then it kind of creeped back in the other direction because we saw, again, a very respected group step into the market and kind of draw their first line in the sand at Niners one, Niners minus one. That doesn't mean that we can't get back to that number. I would be surprised if we got lower than that. So my initial prediction, I thought this was going to a pick. I, I don't think we're going to get there. I think one is kind of the, the the drop dead price. My guess is if we get back down to one and a half, I, I think because of the well-respected group that kind of put their put their flag in mm-hmm. at Niners minus one, I, I just don't see us getting back to that price. And if we do, it won't be there long. We will uh, get a lot more action, obviously, uh, stating the obvious as we get closer and closer to the uh, to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm serious, though. We we do need to make the counter. And this isn't isn't a knock because I understand the rationale. But, man, everybody just – everybody has learned their lesson, Jared. Oh, yeah. There's no way. You you couldn't pay me to bet the Niners in this game. You could not do it. I would rather not bet the game than bet the Niners. Oh, yeah. Come on, baby. Come on. This is where I thrive. It it is. This is where I thrive. It is. But but you have to ask yourself this question. And I agree that this is your bread and butter. We talked about it before we came on. I said the Niners are the sharp side. The Chiefs are the square side. I am Timmy Sharp. He is. He 100% is. But you have to ask yourself the question. Are there certain scenarios where the contrarian sharp play doesn't matter? In my eyes, yeah. if there was a Last scenario, it would. And this is the Twice. this is the Both games. This is the sequel of Last Sunday. Like it is literally Groundhog Day happening again. So I'm not saying the Niners aren't the sharp side. Sharp sides lose all the time. Square sides win all the time. You have to ask yourself when you're watching this game. The helpless feeling was I am on the opposite of Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game. And I feel helpless. Even though it was the sharp side, sharps couldn't help us in that game against the Ravens. <laughs> well, what also didn't help us for those who bet the Ravens were three turnovers, being negative three in the turnover Terrible. margin. And I do not anticipate the San Francisco 49ers. I not that anyone, not. not that anyone out there would be, but I don't expect them. And we were talking about this off the air, and one of the props that you know we'll get into that you bet, they will not beat themselves. Now You could also make the argument that Brock Purdy, especially against Green Bay, incredibly fortunate. A bunch of those passes were not intercepted. So, look, 
you could tie yourself in the knots. You can. And that's what I, I love about this Super Bowl so far is that there are going to be a ton of differing opinions. More of them have been skewed towards Kansas City. More of them have been, I can't find myself doing it again. I bet against them <laughs> against the Bills. I bet against them against the Ravens. You're Don't third fall into the trap, charm. baby. Don't fall into the trap. So we'll see. I haven't bet this game yet. I, I I am. I'll say this. I am very transparent. I think our listeners and viewers hopefully know that. I will let you know when I bet this game. Yes, you will. I will get to the window. I will more than likely be on San Francisco. Yes, you will. That all being said, I don't think there's a rush. I no. really don't. Well, that, well, that's my point. If you bet Chiefs now, you should feel good knowing it's not going to move against you. Yeah, I mean, and that's to look, me that I think is weird because usually at this time, if it's two, I'd wait because. Who cares if you wait for a one and a half? But I think because of where the market started, you're not getting two and a half. Like two and a halves are gone. This is either going to go down to one and a half or it's going to close two. So if you like the Chiefs, feel comfortable taking two now or get a good money line price and you're not going to lose any value. If you like the Niners, to Tim's point, wait. And once again, I mean, it, it, especially with the number not potentially moving, if you're coming to Vegas – there are going to be shops that are going to offer reduced juice. So there th are multiples. Yeah. So yeah. there's no real rush in my no. opinion. Now props different. There yes. is a bit of a rush in the prop game. Brad Evans will give you his props that he likes. We'll go through Jared's props that he likes. But let's put a bow because we're going to talk to Grant Paulson, a friend of mine from the D.C. area, later on this hour. Host uh, from 106.7 The Fan as the coaching carousel in the NFL has come to a close and Dan Quinn was the final head coach to be named as he will now be the head coach of the Washington commanders. So eight positions all filled and Washington was the last to fill their vacancy. And I'm, I'm curious to get the reaction from the folks in Washington, DC, because I'm a DC native Born yeah, what do you raised, think about it? And I'm a bit conflicted because there's a, a lot of people, Jared, who believe that Washington completely botched this whole coaching search. Well, they were the last team to hire. Usually that means they get the last pick, right? But did they? I don't know. Is Dave Canales, was, was that someone that you needed to race and hire like the Carolina Panthers? Or did the Carolina Panthers hear that no one else wants to come here? Let's go hire the Buccaneers offensive coordinator. Now... I know everybody is going to go and say, you know. The, I thought Vrabel was a, was a surprise. Like, if you're going to hire a defensive tough guru, why not hire Vrabel? I, I'm a little surprised that he didn't gainer, garner more. Like, uh, Dan Quinn's just like kind of a retread of Vrabel. Like, I would prefer the younger Vrabel. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. No, and I think a lot of people in Washington thought they were going to get Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson didn't. Want to be a head coach? I think they panicked after they didn't get Ben. I think they thought they were getting Ben Johnson, too. Well, I from everything that's been reported, Dan Quinn was very high on their list, whether okay. he was number two or number three. I don't know if this is a good hire. Look, I've lived in that town. I lived in that town my whole life. And I remember the days of applauding. Wasn't that long ago? Ron Rivera. What a coup. They got, they got Ron Rivera. How'd that work out? Yeah, that's right. He got fired. Four years later, Jay Gruden, once upon a time, was a hot Steve commodity. Steve Spurrier. <laughs> Steve Spurrier. I was living in that town. The Steve return of Joe coach. Gibbs while they Joe got Gibbs. to a couple there playoffs. You go. So at the end of the day, this is, this is where I stand 
as a Washingtonian born and raised outside of D.C. in Rockville, Maryland, worked partially for that organization. Yeah, you've got this. What you wanted, what every fan wanted, they got. Dan Snyder is gone. It's true. You do not hire Mickey Mouse to coach the team after that. Do not overlook the fact that Daniel Snyder, the man who ran one of the most proud franchises into the ground, made them a laughing stock. He is gone. So I would say, while you may not be thrilled by the hiring of Dan Quinn, I think the acquisition of Adam Peters, who was thought to be the hottest commodity from a general manager front, I think you would applaud the hiring of the, quote, best GM over a retread, we believe, head coach. Grant Paulson will join us later on in the hour. Is it ultrally inspiring? No. But is it a complete disaster? I don't know. It feels like when you go to the restaurant and you're like, I'm not in the mood to go too crazy outside my comfort zone. I'm just going to get the old reliable dish that I always get when I go to this restaurant. That's the, what Dan Quinn feels And the like. man was a D3 linebacker at Salisbury University. Anybody <laughs> who spent some nights at Secrets in Ocean City, oh, fine man. by me. Dan Quinn, come on in, baby. Let's make it happen. Brad Evans, he joins us next. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't checked it out by now, what are you doing? VSIN.com, it looks pretty. It's so nice. It's got a fresh new look, easy way around it. You open it up right now. We've got basketball bets from the NBA and the college ranks. We've got system breakdowns we've got super bowl content whatever you want we've got over there on vsin.com we've also got the betting splits that people love we've Nerfy got picks soon we've got our uh, about a picks. month or so we've got jared 
throwing out spring training plays at some point. Nerfy spring trainings in a month. I can't wait. Let's do it. God bless you. God. <laughs> All right. You're going to be in. Come on. You're not avoiding the Nerfy Bonanza this year. You are start We're, we're going to get you involved really early. Whatever. Every night I'll have a Nerfy the day for you on the show. Whatever you think. It's going to be awesome. Whatever, whatever you say. All right. Let's bring in our guy who I'm sure he would throw in oh, a, a nerfy absolutely. or two is our good friend brad evans rocking his ill gear mr evans how are you sir are you ready and uh i guess i'm gonna set the line and i know you have your spreadsheet out there but have we surpassed 50 Ooh. super bowl bets yet Oh, God, no. Uh, not, not not quite there yet. I think I'm at about a dozen right oh, now. Okay. But Look, patience. Guys, let, Look at let you. Let it simmer. Let <laughs> it simmer. Uh, because, uh, you know, by the time we get to kick off, the tequila's going to kick in. I'm going to be in Vegas for a couple of days. I'm probably going to fire off at least a dozen more tickets while I'm there. And I'll apply those to spreadsheet. But as we get closer to kickoff on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, yeah, that number is going to multiply Maybe by a 10x by the time we get to it. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's start with the game and the side and the total first. Uh, you are a prop guy. We've got your props yep. all uh, ready to yep. fire here. But from a side or total perspective, Brad, where are you looking right now with the Chiefs catching two and a total of 47 and a half? Guys, uh, admittedly, I grabbed the Chiefs on the money line immediately when the line came out, uh, you know, after the games on Championship Sunday. And I grabbed it at a plus 124 juice. And then you saw the line tumble down the mountainside. And now it's kind of snapped back. So I still like Kansas City at plus money uh, straight up. I, I can't fade Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, Travis Kelsey could just absolutely eat and devour uh, the San Francisco defense from start to finish. And I think really, honestly, the biggest weakness for San Francisco's in the trenches. Uh, they got absolutely trampled in the first half for 133 yards by mandatory Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. And, and now you're going to face Isaiah Pacheco, arguably the most violent downhill runner in the NFL, a guy that is a yak after contact, a yak per attempt beast, uh, forced a ton of missed tackles. I like him for uh, most rushing yards in this game as well. I know a lot of money's on the CMC football factory, uh, but the odds are outlandish here, minus 250. So at plus 170 for Pacheco to lead this game on the ground, entirely doable. So, yeah, I'm all about KC. I think they're going to win this sucker, and I got a slight lean the over uh, somewhere in the high 20s in the end. Yeah, I think especially the trenches too, right? We talk about the Niners offensive line. We know how good Trent Williams is. I think the Chiefs, you know, pound for pound, man for man, just as good on the offensive line. Uh, quarterback props in this game. Obviously, Mahomes is going to be a big factor with his arm. Are his legs going to be a big factor? How about with Brock Purdy? He had, I think, the most important plays of that game against the Lions were Brock Purdy scrambling and making plays with his legs. Quarterback rushing props, to me, high-profile games always play a big factor, Brad. Yeah, I love Purdy more than anything else. And I grabbed it uh, straight out of the gate, 11 and a half on that over. I know the line has crept up. I think it was 12 and a half, 13 and a half. Uh, some of the books that are out there. Hell, I might play this in the alt market up to like 19 and a half. Uh, could be 20 or more yards on the ground for an opportunistic runner in Brock. Ain't he still Purdy? Uh, you know, a guy that, uh, you know, has really been running and scrambling at will at times. We saw the last round. You already mentioned it, the 48 yards on the ground. He did have 14 uh, a couple of weeks of, you know, before that. So when a guy, too, with a regular season went over uh, the 11 and a half number is uh, what I'm uh, measuring this by eight times. So 
you know, he's done this, uh, you know, fairly often on the year. And most importantly, it's all about maximizing the matchup. You look at Kansas City. In the regular season, they had the second highest pocket pressure rate. So it uh, could be some opportunities to get flush out of the pocket, call his own number, and just chew up green grass. So I think he's going to do some damage on the ground. Love Brock Purdy on the over rush yards. And naturally, I'll have probably over something on Patrick Mahomes, maybe the old market on rush yards, and definitely over on rush attempts. Remember, folks, kneel downs counts. Oh, yes. And if I believe Kansas City is going to hoist the hardware, he could take a couple of kneel downs. We cash in the end and we wipe off the sweat. Brad Evans <laughs> joining us here on VEASAN Primetime. So you mentioned Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, his over rushing yards not in your portfolio yet. Um, yep. He's gone under that total the last two games. Uh, I know you've been on it for a while, and you've convinced me to it. Kind of that that boot scoot that he puts out there uh, <laughs> that as he as he gets running. Um, but the market's really adjusted quite considerably on Mahomes around that twenty-five and a half mark, Brad. So early thought on the Mahomes rushing market. Yeah, that's about right, honestly. Uh, you know, depending upon what kind of juice you get uh, on that over that 25 and a half number, I may maybe take it in the alt market if you believe uh, very vigorously in that prop on the over. Maybe play it up to like 29 and a half, reduce the juice so you can get seduced by that juice. Uh, or you, you know, play in the SGP market. And, you know, there are some houses out there uh, that allow you to uh, parlay rush attempts with rush yards. So maybe take the number mm -hmm. down like 19 and a half and take the over still. And I believe the rush attempts at four and a half and, uh, you know, have a nice little tidy profit in the end if both those legs hit. So that's honestly, uh, you know, one of two ways uh, that I would approach Patrick Mahomes on the, the rush yards uh, overall, because guys, I refuse to pay minus odds unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, you're not a minus odds guy. Plus odds, try to get these same game parlays. And I was actually surprised when the Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown came out in plus odds. I thought for sure yeah. that was going to start odds on. My guess is he's going to be, if not the most popular touchdown wager on the board for the Super Bowl. Yeah, he will be. And maybe this is something else he could work in the SGP market. You know, some houses I've seen uh, the juice is in minus odds right after Kelsey anytime touchdown minus 110. So what you can do is maybe take him on like six or seven receptions, mm. uh, take him for 60 or more yards, and then add that third leg, uh, which is uh, always the most important leg, guys, uh, on that anytime touchdown. <laughs> and if Udo does trace all three of those legs hit, it's probably going to be a handsome plus money odds as a result. So again, you can get really creative in the SGP market, old school gamblers just say, oh, you're wasting your time and your money throwing, a, you know, some action down on the west of those uh, SGPs, which don't play any favor to you. But if you do things creatively and smartly and don't add like seven, eight legs to it, you can only cash in and count your hundreds in the end. Line manipulation, Brad. I love it. Yep, That is the name of the game. So, Brad, how are you looking to uh, someone like Marquez Valdez-Scantling, whose market's sitting at 18 and a half? I know you've got a, a bet in pocket on MVS. So what's your angle of attacking MVS and Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, I found this at the uh, signature bets at BetMGM, and I had to do a double take. I couldn't believe it was a real line. I immediately grabbed it. Uh, that's MVS over 12 and a half yards on his first reception of the game. And it's a lighter juice here at a minus 105. So one of the rare minus odds wagers that actually plays. And it honestly doesn't make a whole lot of sense in numbers this low because MVS 
uh, in the NFL regular season was number two in dot. average depth of target at 17.7. He averaged exactly 15 yards per reception. He's going to see a lot of Shavarius Ward this game, who's given up uh, just shy of what is needed here, 11.9 yards per catch. But the last two games, MVS has a couple of receptions in each game and has gone over this first catch prop with relative ease. I mean, he is a home run threat. Uh, you know, had a case of the dropsy. So as long as the banana hands don't show up <laughs> uh, like they were so prevalent in the regular season, MVS could have like a 20, 30, 40 yarder on his first catch of the game. So 12 and a half. That's all I need over, over and over again. <laughs> all right, Brad, uh, let's uh, let's dive into a little college hoop tonight. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, uh, please. A couple uh, a couple weeks ago, we saw the uh, the mighty Redhawks of Seattle beat <laughs> Grand Canyon at home, and now here we go in at Grand Canyon. Uh, we've got Seattle catching nine and a half. So what are we doing here? Seattle versus Grand Canyon tonight. Yeah, you're thinking, oh, revenge game! I, I got a fade living daylight. Tell the Redhawks they're gonna get their wings clipped. They're gonna be grounded. And they're going to be deep fried and served with a side of hot sauce, right? <laughs> uh, but, you know, slow your roll here because Seattle has actually been outstanding covering machine on the road. Let me give you a case in point. Yes, they're one in six and road games uh, straight up. However, their average margin of defeat in those games, just four points. That is it. And again, the line's at nine and a half. It all speaks to their slow down tempo and their outstanding defense on the season number 40. Uh, in all of college basketball, an effective field goal percentage. They're only giving up 27.8% from outside, under 50% inside the arc. So I like them to score the cover tonight against JCU. All right, Red Hawks plus the nine and a hook versus the fighting Bryce Drews. Brad, word on the street. We might see you in studio next week. Uh, yeah, I may not be sober. And here, <laughs> bonus time. Go Corn Oscars. I'm on the money line. <laughs> yes, sir. We're going on the other side of my best bet next. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting with a VSIN Pro subscription. If you sign up now for that annual subscription, your first year is only $199 when you use the promo code PRIME. Get access to everything on our brand new VSIN.com website. Plus, we've got daily best bets with a leaderboard, a little flame emoji next to it. See which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. Plus, our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and our favorite prop bets. Remember to use the promo code PRIME. Get your first year of VSIN Pro access for only $199. Sign up today. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Always great to have our good friend Brad Evans, who uh, will be at some point, got to work out the schedule, but will be joining us in studio next week. That's Jared Smith. I'm Tim Murray. A little bit later on this hour, Grant Paulson from 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. will get his thoughts on the Washington Commanders putting a bow on the coaching carousel as uh, they have hired Dan Quinn as their head coach. So Dan Quinn 
after his tenure in Atlanta, followed up by a defensive coordinator run in Dallas. He will now be the head coach of the Washington Commanders. It was thought initially that he would be headed to Seattle, yeah. go back to where he kind of made his hay, so to speak. I would have liked Carroll. that fit. Although I think the McDonald hire makes more sense for Seattle. Go right. younger, go youth. Yeah, because I think Geno, my guess is, you know, they're going to they're gonna kind of blow that whole thing up at some point and try to figure out what to do with the future of their quarterback situation. Just a guess. Yeah, I think there will be a restructuring this yeah. year and then – not Look, this year. I think Gino will be the guy next year. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. restructuring of his contract for this year. Uh, Washington, I think more importantly for outside of Dan Quinn, it's who's he the bringing draft. in to be the offensive coordinator. Yeah, and, the, and, and which quarterback they're going to get. And Adam Peters is uh, – It's a weird spot, though, because you're not – you don't get first choice. You know, you, like you – like that's – I think that's maybe why, other than Ben Johnson probably getting a massive raise to stay in Detroit, I think Ben probably thought like – all right, new GM. We're going to get the second of the two quarterbacks. I've got a winner here, you know? Yeah. I've got a chance to win here. And if I do well with Jared Goff in this offense, I'll get to go wherever I want. And maybe the Saints maybe. job opens up in a couple years next year. So I just I, – I, I think the decision by Ben was, was, was a sound one. Yeah, I mean – we'll see. I mean – We'll see. Yeah, hindsight's always – um, He was a first-time head coach. Um, and – how big, I mean, when you walk into that room, when you think of who's in charge, who is the, you know, uh, personality that you think to, it's Dan Campbell. And then after that, it's Aaron Glenn. You know, Ben Johnson might just feel comfortable in that room. So, yeah, look, 100%. We'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, Dan Quinn, the new head coach of the Commanders, and uh, we'll get some thoughts on that. A little bit later, Matt Lombardo will join us to start of the next hour. We'll get his thoughts on all of the hirings and uh, any other scuttlebutt around uh, the NFL. But let's get to our best bets for tonight. Uh, it has been a rough go of it uh -oh. for top 10 teams. Well, yeah, me too. One and oh, two. Oh, I didn't one know where you were going there. One and two last night. Chicago State, easy winner. Fordham. Yeah, give give this guy credit for nah. Chicago State. Nah, he he texted me in the morning. He's yeah. like, I'm a bet Chicago State. I'm like, one and two. Huh? One and two. That's what you give me credit for. Yeah, we, I'll give you credit. Well, Fordham, listen, Fordham a was a loser. And then Georgia was brutal. Here. So, you know, one it's and two. It's a long season, bud. You've given and, out a lot of winners this year. But you look at top 10 teams that have gone on the road here lately. Tuesday night, number three, North Carolina at Georgia Tech. Loss. Number five, mm. Tennessee. They were actually home. They lost. Over the weekend, no top 10 team lost, but Houston, uh, no, excuse me, that was uh, on Monday, I beg your pardon, Houston needed overtime to beat Texas on Monday. Over the weekend, we saw number seven, Kansas, even though they were the favorite and actually covered, lose to Iowa State. Number eight, Auburn, lost to Mississippi State, both those coming on the road. Last Thursday night, we saw number nine, Arizona, go down. And last Wednesday, we saw Illinois and Auburn both get knocked off it happens again tonight uh i think the corn of nebraska is gonna make producer britain happy we gave it out last night on the show uh i thought we'd see some line movement we're starting to see a little bit movement back towards nebraska here never got higher than one and a half one and a half still out there uh we've seen some back and forth here down to pick one one and a half one and a half was the number last night at DraftKings. uh it is one and a half pretty readily available there uh but 
you want to go money line and uh, take the plus money, we can roll with that as well. But Nebraska has uh, thrived more so at home. Uh, you're getting them at a very low spot coming off of a butt whipping at the hands of Maryland where they played absolutely terrible over the weekend. So I think the mayor, Freddie Hoiberg, gets his team back in good shape. I mean, look at this stretch here since New Year's. At home against Indiana, 16-point win. On the road against Wisconsin, blown out by 16. At home against Purdue, they're pretty good. They're number two in the country. Beat them by 16. On the road to Iowa, lost by 18. On the road to Rutgers, who blew a massive lead, lost that game in overtime. Home to Northwestern. They're pretty good. Looked pretty good last night. Beat them by six. Home against Ohio State. Beat them by 14. They are a completely different team at Pinnacle Bank Arena. And I will rock and roll with the Nebraska Cornhuskers, who are hopeful that Juwan Gary could be returning as well. Listed as questionable. Is it a little bit of a look-ahead spot here for the Badgers? I think so. With waiting in the wings, a home game against Purdue on Sunday, where they will be... Maybe a one-point dog, pick them somewhere in that ballpark. Big one upcoming for the Badgers. We're going to go with the corn tonight. And fortunately, this game starts at 8.30 Eastern, so uh, we won't get too much of the pain on air. But give me the corn, plus one and a half, money line, whatever you want to do. But we'll take the one and a half that is out there. Nebraska, corn up. I like it. And thing. they're not a favorite, which means it doesn't match the trend that everyone loves these days, the unranked home home favorites trend against the the, uh, the ranked road teams. But maybe Nebraska closes a favorite. Still got an hour, a couple hours or so, 90 minutes till this one. Too. They do black shirts, Britain. Yeah, is that going to be a, a black shirt team? one? No. Um, I, I don't see them Big red. rolling out the, you know, the going the nutso, like the crazy uh, promotion route for this. You don't need that to beat Wisconsin. You just need to do your best stuff. Um, I'm going to the Horizon League tonight. I'm, I'm giving you Wright State on the money line. I wouldn't really lay three. I got a, a cheaper money line last night. Um, I really like the spot against Youngstown. It's a revenge spot. They lost to Youngstown on the road a couple weeks ago. It, I, I don't overthink these Horizon League games. I use shot quality for a lot of my regression numbers. Um, they've got it as a pretty sizable Wright State win tonight. Obviously, defense is the struggle. Um, defense has been the issue for Wright State all year. But offensively speaking, they are the best team in the conference. And I think um, it, it hasn't been the best year for the Raiders, right? They were in the tournament last year, all over them down the stretch last year. And um, it, they are a team that is very dangerous offensively. But I think they figure it out at home tonight, get a revenge get a win against Youngstown, who they lost to by double digits uh, a couple weeks ago. So that's my favorite play tonight. I bet also an over in Stonehill and uh, Sacred Heart, over 141.5. I have zero, zero analysis to offer there except – um, it just looks like a game that is uh, paced pretty well between two uh, two uh, very quick tempo teams that should get into the 70s. All right. Hey, there man. you go. Need a little NEC in your Why life. Why not? That's in the extra games, folks. That is in the extra yeah. game. I always try to get one it's extra the game old, It's the old six, six digits uh, there. 306-543. You know, you know. We're going 2-0 tonight. Wright State's winning, and um, that over's cashing. Stonehill's right. going to have a big night offensively. I mean, I've been watching Stonehill basketball for years now. It's basically a second, I don't believe you. second team for me. I joke, I'm joking. I don't, I don't, I don't watch these games. Stone, I'm assuming Stonehill, probably Massachusetts, I would guess. Uh, I think it's... Sacred Hearts in Connecticut. That I know. Uh, they are in, yeah, Massachusetts. There you go. See? Northeast expert. Stonehill Skyhawks. All yes, right. that I knew. Um, back to the NFL in the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to get into all your prop plays, but 
Yeah, I a got prop a few. play that that interests you that I know a lot of people uh, will be looking at. There will be a tie after zero zero. This is a prop that you have uh, fired on. So uh, what's the what's the mindset behind that? Every year I have three or four props that are just they're staples of my Super Bowl portfolio. They are proven bets that you kn I know the pros will be on. So I know if I bet them early, I will get movement in my favor and I can either a hold the bet or, or B come back on Super Bowl Sunday on the other side when all when all the value's been extracted from the market. But tied zero zero or tied again after zero zero, the nature of these games is very much momentum based. And the team that another one I like too that I don't always play because it doesn't always have value is the team that score you know team that scores first to win. I usually bet the no is usually plus money. It, it's just the nature of these games. I mean it, it just, for example, Chiefs Ravens. That was a, for the most part, a one-sided game. Right. Tied again after 0-0 when the Ravens scored that touchdown. So it just the same thing with the Niners and and the Lions. So again, back and forth. That's a fun one that I always like to put in my Super Bowl portfolio every year. Last year we had seven-seven, multiple times, and fourteen-fourteen. Yeah. We'll go through a little analysis on squares later on in the show. But up next, we head to the nation's capital. They've got a new head coach. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has got you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN, V-S-I-N. New customers can bet just 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Once again, that code VSIN, V-S-I-N, the crown is yours alongside Jared Smith. I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN primetime live here from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, the site, of course, of Super Bowl 58. And of course, the Washington 
franchise is not in the Super Bowl because uh, no. they haven't been to a championship game since 1991. Well, a uh, gentleman who has uh, felt the pain that I have felt my entire life, and he is a host on 106.7 The Fan, a good friend of mine. It is Grant Paulson. Grant, news comes out today that Dan Quinn will be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders, and you've got a lengthy tweet kind of breaking it down, saying, to paraphrase, you're not anti-Quinn, but not the most inspiring hire. So what were your initial feelings as this whole head coaching saga played out and ultimately Washington landed on Dan Quinn? Yeah, Tim, I was uh, in on Ben Johnson as their number one candidate. I think they were as well. And What I perceive to have been happening behind the scenes is they wanted Adam Peters as their GM, and they got him pretty quickly. And then they began their head coaching search, and I think Ben Johnson was the favorite to land that job for a reason. Johnson obviously wanted to be highly paid, but Washington was a really good job. And if he weren't going to get the Chargers job, which pretty quickly looked like it was going to Jim Harbaugh, Washington with the number two overall pick, you handpick your quarterback, most cap space, 80 million to spend. Not only that second pick, but three picks in the top 40, five in the top 100. You were going to be in a situation where you had a lot to offer a coach. So it stood a reason they were going to be able to get who they wanted. Uh, Johnson eventually decided to rebuff them and stay in Detroit. The, the billion-dollar question is why, uh, but that doesn't matter anymore. Today, they, they pivoted. They went and got Dan Quinn. I think you know they're going to uh, feel good about that. I think they liked Quinn throughout the process. I think they felt like he could be a viable answer for them. Uh, they'll probably end up saying, I'm sure, that he was the guy all along. I, I just don't know that I buy that. I think Quinn's a fine hire in the sense that he is – very popular with players. He's extremely popular with coaches and executives around the league. Everybody likes the guy. Uh, he's, you know, a, a player's coach. He's a savant defensively, and he's a leader of men. And so they like those things. What I don't like is you should be hiring offensive coaches in this era, not defensive coaches. We've got a lot of years of data that suggest that. And they went against that trend. And, and you can be right. You just need a quarterback to put you over the top, like Allen and Buffalo with McDermott and you know, Big Ben helped uh, Mike Tomlin do for so long. It's very rare you see defensive-minded head coaches have a lot of success at this point. Well, it's Brady too, right, and Belichick, and and I think the key for well, me I don't here count is that is this era. But yes, you're right. I yeah, mean, those guys obviously. Yeah, there are plenty of guys over the years that have done it, but in this era right now, there are two of there's eight defensive head coaches last year, and nine if you count Antonio Pierce, who took over mid-season. You know, they went a combined one game under 500. You know, of those eight coaches, only two have winning records in their careers beyond D'Amico Ryan's after one season. And that's Tomlin in Pittsburgh and McDermott in Buffalo. The other guys are sub 500 or 500. We're talking Todd Bowles, 24 and 24, Dennis Allen, Matt Eberflus, guys like that. So the recent hiring trend does not bode well. If you go back to 2014, NFC hired, uh, excuse me, uh, offensive hired coaches, nine conference championships, three Super Bowls, defensive hired coaches, I think one conference championship, zero Super Bowls. Grant Paulson joining us here. He is the co-host of Grant and Danny Afternoon Drive on 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. Grant, from what you've gathered so far, and you know, I still keep a relative close eye and pulse on, on 
you know, Washington, D.C. is I, I am of the belief, too, that from all the reporting that was out there, that Ben Johnson was was probably the number one. But it wasn't like Dan Quinn was number 15, right? Where do you believe he was? We'll never get truly the answer, right? When they go to the press conference, you're right. You know, Josh Harris, when he's asked about, it, oh, he's number one all along. Adam Peters is going to talk about his makeup, whatnot. But where do you think Dan Quinn fell in the pecking order? Because from what I had heard, and I think what you just said, was that Dan Quinn was pretty highly thought of in this process for them when it first started. Yeah, so I think when it first started, he was probably three or four if I had to guess. Okay. Mm. Uh, but I, I would just provide the caveat, number one, I'm completely speculating, right? And number two, sure. maybe more importantly, <clears throat> I think they would have been fine with all of those guys as their head coach. Yeah. Like, I don't think even if he's ranked fourth that they're like, I'm going to stay a Quinn guy, man. I hope we don't hire him. Yeah. But I would guess it was Ben Johnson one. I think the, the number two on their list would, would have been probably like Mike McDonald, uh, who ended up going to Seattle and them in Washington were the last jobs left. And they found out about Ben Johnson in the morning and by the evening. And I think it was probably that McDonald was trending toward the Seahawks. He boarded the plane and signed his deal the next morning. Uh, and then. You know, I would say Quinn and Raheem Morris interchangeably probably after that. I think they like both of those guys in that similar vein of if we can't get a young, hot shot, rising star, 36-year-old Mike McDonald on defense or the offensive version of him, Johnson, who is closer to 40, then we can go with one of these quote-unquote retreads, these guys that have done it before somewhere that need another shot, deserve another shot, have had varying levels of success as coordinators, who are similar guys, frankly, by the way, really beloved motivators, leaders, culture establishers. I think those two guys were, I don't want to call them fallback options, but I think they were guys they felt good about and felt like they could come back to maybe you down their board a little bit. Grant, I totally agree with you about the offensive coaches. Um, you know, we saw our, one of our producers here at Visa and Dustin Sweetelson put out some great info today. I saw your tweet, uh, just some really good data about how much offensive-minded head coaches, the success level they've had in recent years, Super Bowls, championships, et cetera. So we're going defensive-minded uh, here with Washington. That means, to me, the offensive coordinator hire is the crucial. And, and of course, who they take in the draft, but they don't really have the choice there. They'll be taking whoever the Bears don't take, probably. Uh, what are you thinking for offensive coordinator? Has there been any hot uh, names floated around town? And, and who would maybe the fan base want to see uh, in that role? Yes, there's a couple names that are floating around. I mean, one of the names that's been pretty prevalent over the last 24 hours linked to Dan Quinn is Chip Kelly, who oh reportedly, you know, would want to leave college football. A lot of these college coaches now are not having the same amount of fun that they once were with NIL, and he might be interested in being a coordinator. I talked to at least one agent of a bunch of coaches in the league uh, who said that he doesn't think that's necessarily a crazy rumor. He's heard you know, that Chip Kelly is interested in a coordinating job. Whether or not he'd be linked with Dan Quinn, I guess, is, is the question. How do they mesh? That would be a splash hire and a big name. I don't know if it's as substantive as I would like. I'd prefer a, you know, an NFL coordinator type over the last couple of years, a guy ascending in a, uh, a championship-level program who's running offense with one of the elite play callers in this league. Uh, and there will be a guy available, I think, makes a lot of sense, is Clint Kubiak, who was the former offensive coordinator for the Vikings with Kirk Cousins a couple of years ago. Uh, obviously, this is Gary Kubiak's son at ch championship former uh, head coach who came up under Mike Shanahan, uh, Clay Kubiak is also on that staff, another of the Kubiak kids, but Clint is the uh, passing game coordinator under Kyle in San Francisco, and they won't be able to interview him until after the Super Bowl. That's a name to me that I think would make sense as an OC. He's done it before. 
He's called plays before. I think you could have him as your coordinator, uh, let him call plays, work with the number two quarterback, number two overall pick, I should say. The problem is, if it works really well, then you lose him. So they really need to establish not just an OC, (laughs) but a pipeline under him. Yeah, there's no doubt. What about Brian Greasy? I know he's uh, yeah. he's the QB yeah. coach out there in San Francisco. I guess before we dive into that, what's your kind of understanding? And I know it just happened, so it's fresh. You may not know these answers yet, Grant. But is it going to be more of Adam Peters making this decision, the new GM? Or is it going to be more of Dan Quinn? Good question. Well, I'd imagine the staffing largely will, will be Quinn. Uh, I think Peters will have some input, but I think you got to let him pick his staff in the same way that Adam Peters got to pick the head coach because he's going to have to work in in hand with them for an extended period of time here, and they got to have a good uh, pairing, you know, working tandem. Uh, you, you need the head coach to to have his guys around him and who he wants on his staff. So I'd imagine this is Dan Quinn led. There will be an influence, sure, from Adam Peters, one, which is why San Francisco, I think, is a factor. I like Greasy on the short list as well, as you mentioned. That's kind of what I think they should try to do, though, is go with some rising star coordinator. You need to pair and handcuff someone who can develop your quarterback at number two who's got a chance to really help that guy in the way that Bobby Slowick, who was the passing game coordinator with San Francisco last year, did it as a first-year coordinator in Houston this year with number two overall pick C.J. Stroud. You're, you're looking to replicate that. He is Grant Paulson. Grant and Danny is his show. Afternoon drive there in Washington, D.C. We'll be out here in Vegas, and uh, we'll have you stop by. Grant, appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Appreciate you guys. Look forward to seeing you. There he is. GP Grant Paulson uh, with the insight of the final hire of the coaching carousel. Some interesting names there. And uh, certainly, I would imagine, uh, a bit of disappointment in the nation's capital. But just remember, just remember, he's gone. (laughs) He's gone, man. Voldemort? Can you say his name? They could have hired me today. Mickey Mouse. Dan Snyder is gone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.